0: Log Talk Radio Said so this is German at Yeah. Listen, in all you getting, get wisdom, knowledge, understanding, aim for the sky, reach the mountain, keep climbing, stop saying you can't, oh, you know you never tried it, don't waste your energy unless you see the benefits, negative thoughts, pessimist calls, I'm an optimist writing, though sometimes I fall, I'm feet moving even if I have to crawl, running with the purpose, and I know I have to run fast, we're gonna I principles work everywhere, anytime. Feel I get life when success is denied. Why? No, every question deserve a reply, and my life is submitted to the highest eyes I. I, I have my eyes on the prize. I won't, I won't, and lie, and lie. Fight my till I from I won't, a reason why.
1: by. We're about to get ready to go on live. Stand by. God, thank you so much. Praise
2: God. Shalom and welcome to Live Deliverance Internet Radio Ministries dot com. We have a powerful, powerful teaching tonight. Please have a pen and a piece of paper. Amen. There is a lot going on. We had a a veteran, an Army veteran, Army Reserve. The man was hearing voices, and he has went out and killed and massacred 22 people in this country. I want every... Christian who confessed that Jesus is the Son of God, so really pay close attention tonight about what I'm about to say. It's getting serious. We are at war. God wants to equip us. Tonight, we're going to do some intercessory prayer, and not only are we going to do intercessory prayer and praying for things, we're, the Lord is going to teach you scriptures to use in spiritual warfare. So this may take about three or four hours. Now, if any of you are listening to me on the Blog Talk radio station, let me tell you something right now. I only have one hour and 56 minutes in there. I know that I'm going to pass that. And if I pass it, go get a pen and piece of paper and write this down. Because you can come into the room at www.livedeliverance.com. Again, www.LiveDeliverance.com. I'm going to re-say this for those who are in the blog talk room. And if you are in the blog talk room, you can call in for questions and answers at Ericode code 646-378-1857. Again, air six four six three seven eight one eight 646 378 Five seven, Heavenly Father, Lord, we come in the name of Jesus of Nazareth. How God has anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost, and who went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil. Lord, use me as your oracle. We come up against Satan and every force of evil on this earth. Use my tongue as your will, O oh Lord, to speak to your children. We bind Satan and every demonic interference, voice, bouncy, all electrical spirits, spirits of slumber, disturbing spirits. Any spirit that will move you away from the word of God, we bind it, and we ask that it be sent to Jesus of Nazareth. Lord, we thank you for this day. Our honor and glory goes to you. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. We have mass murders in this country. This country is divided. We have an ex-president who has gag orders who's threatening people. When the whole head is sick, everybody goes down sick. This is problems that I'm saying about America. And we can change these problems because we have the authority in the name of Jesus to do that. And I want to share with you that God will anoint you with his power to go into battle. Let me say this again. God will anoint you. God will anoint you with his power to go into battle. If you are operating under a full surrender with God, the Father, and walking in all of God's ways, And staying out of any serious sins and transgressions against him. Serious sins. Anger. That stops you from hearing God. Pride. That stops you from hearing God. Now, let me say this. Please take the children out of the room now. This is not for children. This is for most uh, now, Christians who are not babes but eating full of milk and eating full of meat,
1: please take them out. Take the kids out. When you
2: say in the church, the secular church, a secular church is a church that don't believe in the Holy Spirit or speaking in tongues or casting out demons, Jesus says this in the Bible. They can pick a certain sin and say fornication. That's sinful. But to let you know that fornication sins against your body.
1: But anger and pride, all sin pull you from God. But anger
2: is a serious sin because it can stop you. All sin can stop you. Every time when you say sin, the preacher say fornication, adultery. It's other sins besides that. All sin is the death. And even ain't that, if you just... <laughs> Jimmy Carter said one time, they said, President Carter, when he was in office, have you ever... I, I admire women. I don't lust after women. I admire ourselves. Beautiful. A sister. And uh, very pretty. A Marine. My comrade. and And she was very pretty. But you can... Admire and not lost, because your eyes can open up doors. And when we get in these types of sins, it really blocks us from spiritual warfare. The next thing that you will need to fully recognize is that God will now anoint you with his power if you are forced to go into battle with the enemy. Now, if you don't have any faith, this is not going to work. Because everything we do depends on faith. The Bible tells us that we are now all good soldiers of Jesus Christ. Whether we want to face up to it or not, we are all living in a war zone as a result of the curses of Adam and Eve that is still in full operation on this earth. Anyone of us at any time can come under human demonic attack the daily news will provide that to you without any shadow of a doubt just watch the news mass shootings watch the news Rodney King beatings George Floyd Keanu Benton Arbery watch the news Donald Trump's threatening people watch the news a president trying to steal the election watch the news and you'll see all kind of demons in the politics in the physical and, the, and 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 the the uh music industry is full of demons they call it crossover now where Gospel music can be in a club, and a club can be in gospel music. That ain't going to work, because light and dark don't match. So God can prepare us. Each Christian must now make their own personal decisions on all of this, what I'm about to say to you. Please, pay close attention to what I'm saying write down the notes as much as you can you can either choose to learn how to raise up in the power of the lord through suffering through being consistent in faith most people don't tie because they see what they they see in it and they're looking at it and they ain't using no faith so they say i got to pay these bills and then they forget god see that's what the devil wants you to get your eyes off god You know, when Jesus walked the waters, he had control over the sea. That's power. So the sea is demonic because of the vibing sea serpent. But Jesus calmed the seas. Hurricanes can be calmed by the name of Jesus. Tornadoes can be calmed. By the name of Jesus, you can either choose to learn how to rise up in the power of the Lord, our Savior, and learn how to become a true warrior in the Lord, or you can continue to keep your head in the sand and let the storms and clouds of your mind fill you with loneliness, rejection, analyzing, figuring stuff out that ain't fighting The devil, that's not fighting him. So here are some following verses that will show you that God can anoint you with his power to defeat Satan and his demons. That you may come into a way and be willing to step into the anointing through faith. And then be willing to take your enemy head on before God will release his anointing through you to be able to defend or defeat the enemy. So there's a process. God has to work, make a work in you to become like that. This doesn't come overnight. The first scripture I would like for you to write down, just write the scripture down and then go read it. Luke 10, 19, Behold, I give you the authority to tamper on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means hurt you. I got so much to cover. I can take this one thing and break down serpents and scorpions and show you these are principalities and spirits, but I don't have the time. The next one is in Luke 9-1. Then he called his 12 disciples together and gave them power and authority over all demons, over all demons and to cure diseases, and to cure diseases. And to cure diseases, your own personal diseases, your children's diseases, if you have faith. That's in Luke nine one. The next one is in the book of Mark chapter 6, verse 7, and Mark chapter 6, verse 13. And he called the 12 to him and began to send them out two by two and gave them power over unclean spirits and they cast out many demons and anointed with oil many who were sick and healed them this is the power that we have if you don't read the word of god you don't have no power if you don't meditate in day and night and pray In the Holy Ghost, building up yourself in the Most Holy Ghost, praying in the Spirit. The Bible tells us that. Praying in the Holy Ghost. That means you have to be able to have the ability to pray in the Holy Spirit or speak a heavenly language, Shaka. And when God gives you that, that's babbling. That ain't babbling. That's a mystery because in 1 Corinthians 14, 1, it says when you pray in tongues, you're uh, praying in the spirit, which is mysteries. And the devil can't understand that mystery through that prayer. But if you're in a church, you have to have an interpreter. That's a different subject. So that's in Mark 6, 7, 13. Now the next one. And when he had called his 12 disciples, he gave them power over unclean spirits to cast them out and heal all kinds of sicknesses. Matthew 10.1. Why is it that when you go to your church, your preacher can't do it and he's sick himself? The next one is Matthew 10.6. But go rather to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. And as you go, preach, saying the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Heal the sick. Cleanse the leopard, Raise the dead. Tell Creflo Dollar that. Tell Creflo Dollar to go raise the dead. <laughs> You'll be sitting there that as Jesus Come. Tell T.T. Jakes to raise the dead. You will be sitting there to Jesus comes. Tell Kenneth Copeland to raise the dead. You will be sitting there to Jesus comes. Leroy Thompson. <laughs> you will be sitting there to Jesus comes. Reverend Ike. You will be sitting there till Jesus comes. Peter Popoff. You will be sitting there till Jesus comes. Joel Osteen. You will be sitting there till Jesus comes. They don't have the anointing. Raise the dead. Cast out demons. Have you ever seen T.T. T. Jakes, Cast Out Demons? See, this is is what why the church is lacking the power, because it's not being seen through the vessel who represents Christ, Jesus of Nazareth. Otheophilus, oh, how Jesus began both to do and teach, Acts 1.1. This can be done in faith, if you believe. The next weapon that God gives us is in Isaiah 54.17. Before we get into the praying, Before we get into the praying, we have to do this. This must be done.
1: Now, I want you to know that God
2: wants all of his saints
1: to be able to go into spiritual warfare. All of us. We have not been taught
2: this in a church. And some of you are so spiritual lazy that
1: you won't read the Bible. (laughs) That causes a problem. You have to read the Word. And if you don't read the Word, you're not going to be effective in spiritual warfare. Not at all. Won't be affected. So before we get going, I have to
2: call a brother in the Lord, and I'm hoping that he can be in to put these scriptures up. I'm live. I need some help, and I can't do this by myself.
1: Um, I'll just go by faith. That's okay. I don't want to interfere. The next scripture is isaiah fifty four seventeen isaiah fifty
2: four seventeen No weapon formed against you shall prosper, and every tongue which rise against you in judgment you shall condemn. This is the heritage of the servants of the Lord, and their righteousness is from me say the Lord Isaiah 54 17 the next scripture is the book of Psalms chapter 44 verse 5 we I'm a, this is a word ministry we don't preach I'm a teacher we don't do the no jumping up and down we don't do that money coming unto me that's not biblical that is not biblical the Bible says, Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these other things shall be added unto thee. This is why if we seek first his kingdom, all the other things will be added unto us. And it's very important that you understand that. It's because in the book of Proverbs 23, 4, the Bible says, Seek not to become rich. You don't have to if you seek the word of God. But the prosperity message they preach the opposite, and that's being bewitched galatians three one the next chapter of the verse of spiritual warfare is in psalms forty four verse five write that down psalms forty four verse five thought you would Push down our enemies, thought your name, we will tamper those who rise up against us, for I will not trust in my bow, nor shall my sword save me. But you have saved us from our enemies, and you have put to shame those who hate us. In God we boast all day long and praise your name forever. You have to believe this. If there's no belief within this, it ain't going to work. The next verse is 2 Chronicles 16, verse 9. 2 Chronicles chapter 15, 16, verse 9. For the eyes of the Lord run to and forth throughout the whole earth to show himself strong on behalf of those whose heart is loyal to God. Loyal. That don't mean wavering. Wavering and loyal is two different things. That means you start, you go back, and most Christians do this when you find that there's errors of schizophrenia in that personality. The next one is Daniel chapter 11, verse 32. But the people who knew their God shall be strong and carry out great power. The next one is in Zechariah 4, 6. This is the word of the Lord to Zerubbabel, not by might nor by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord of hosts. Zechariah
1: 4:6. The next scripture is in Acts chapter 1 verse 8. But
2: ye shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you, and you shall be witnesses to me in Jerusalem, and in all Judah and Samaria, and to the end of the earth. Acts 1:8. The next scripture is First Thessalonians chapter one verse five. When you are doing spiritual warfare, it's the Word of God. Do you know that doing exorcisms or prayers?
1: That's right. You command to come out in the name of Jesus and the Holy Spirit may say, pray the prayer of deliverance. First 1 Thessalonians 1,
2: 1.5, for our gospel did not come to you in word only, but also in power and in the Holy Ghost. Same thing as 1 Corinthians 2, 4. Or 4.20, I'm sorry. For the kingdom of God is not in word but in power. And if you say this to the devil over and over and over and over and over, if you coming under attack, you worrying about your bills, how you going to get it paid, <laughs> and here the demons will tell you, well, you got to pay this, you got to pay this, you ain't got the money to tithe,
1: he want not put you under curse. The Bible works. Now the Lord is telling me there are 300
2: people. That type, don't type, halfway type, and y'all mad at God. And you're under curse. Now, I don't need to beg for no money. I don't do that here. All I say is give an off. I don't have to. The anointing and the true teaching God will honor. So I don't have to jigsaw you out your money and, uh, you know, uh, uh, give you a false prophetic word. I, I don't do that. The word will work. Even for me, if I just teach it. And it'll work for you. You have to tithe. You have two curses if you don't. Now, how are you going to be prosperous with two curses? A curse always designed for you to fail. A curse does not come without a cause. Proverbs 26, 2. And the cause that will come on you is when you don't obey the word of God because of your analytical, your humanistic, your human wisdom, and you trying to do it and your lack of faith stops you from
1: tithing. The next scripture is Romans fifteen nine, in mighty signs and wonders by the power of the Spirit of God. The next scripture, these are scriptures that will help you combat
2: the enemy. 2 Corinthians twelve twelve. Truly the sign of an apostle was accomplished upon you with all perseverance in signs and wonders and mighty deeds.
1: The devil don't like that. The next one is in the book of Hebrews. Go to the book
2: of Hebrews 2, verse 4. God also being witness both with signs and wonders, with various miracles and gifts of the Holy Ghost, Hebrews 2.4. The next one is in Mark 16.20, and they went out and preached everywhere, the Lord working with them. Notice it says that the Lord working with them when they preached everywhere. When you know that the the Lord is working with a minister, you'll see signs and wonders. The Deliverance Ministry is a miracle ministry. If you don't see signs and wonders, get out of that church because <laughs> you have a pillar with no power, but packed with a pillar with feathers. Nothing else, a pillar. Confirming the word through accomplishing signs. Following Mark sixteen twenty, the next one is Acts chapter four verse thirty three. And with great power, the apostles gave witness to the resurrection of the Lord Jesus, and great grace was upon them all, Acts 4.33. The next one is in 1 John 2.27. But you have an anointing from the Holy One, and you know all things. Now, we're going to be going in an intercessory prayer, but I'm training you. The Lord is training you to use these scriptures when you're combating the enemy. We're going to go there, but we got to prepare ourselves to go in battle. When a professional soldier gets ready to go in battle, the first thing he do is to clean his weapons. The second thing he do is make sure he got oil in his weapon and put it in normally in Vietnam. They put it on the left side of the helmet. Some put it in the flak jack. They clean that weapon first. That's the first thing, and they get a lot of ammunition. And then they get water. And they don't get They don't need no rations because they can live off the land. See, when you eat the word of God, you can become strong. Man does not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeded out the mouth of God. So you use these words that proceed out God's mouth with these words. And I guarantee you, the devil will leave you alone. Just quote these scriptures. Try it. You get word, just... Go to these scriptures. Acts 2.42. Then fear came upon every soul, and many wonders and signs was done through the apostles. Acts 2.43. These new apostles ain't got no signs. All they got is taking your money. (laughs) That's all they got. Looking good, looking lavish, and taking your money. And if you don't know the Bible, you're a fool to fall for it. Joshua 1.5. No man shall be able to stand before you all the day of your life. As I was with Moses, so will I be with you. I will not leave you nor forsake you. Be strong and of good courage. Now, that means you got to be in fellowship with God. You can't be out of sin, you know, bucking and, and being lazy. He can't be with you while you watching CNN and NBCD all day. No, he he got some things to do. God ain't got time to watch TV. When we're dealing with spiritual warfare, you better really make sure that you got yourself together because the minute you start coming up against these demons, they will retaliate. Now, whether you have the arm of God on it, there's something else in that we're going to go through before we do these prayers. The next one is in Psalms 144, verse 1. Blessed be the Lord, my, my rock, who trained my hands for war and my fingers for battle. My love and kindness and my fortress is my high power and my deliverer, my shield, and the one
1: in whom I take refuge, who subdue people under me. The next
2: one is in 2 Samuel chapter 22, verse 29. For you are my lamp, O Lord. The Lord shall enlighten my darkness. For by you I can run against a troop. By my God, I can leap over a wall. as for God, His way is perfect. The Word of the Lord is proven. He is a shield to all those who trust him. a shield the shield of faith well, that's a shield also in second samuel chapter twenty two verse twenty nine
1: The shield of faith second Samuel twenty two twenty
2: nine Sheol S H I E L D A Sheol. You have to believe that. The next scripture for warfare is in Psalms chapter eighteen, verse thirty two and verse thirty-seven. And see, secular churches don't teach this, especially the black church, the AME. The Methodists, that's tradition. You ain't going to learn that they been there. Mother's Day, big old hats, ecumenical services, uh, family appreciation day, not, not Halloween coming. You, <laughs> that's all Hallowe's. You got Christians dabbling in that. I don't dabble in that. Trick or treat means amen and associated B. It's the opposite. The Roman Catholic Church made an agreement with the Druids to move
1: Saturday service to Sunday and give them all Hallowe's. That's demonic. Psalms
2: chapter eighteen verse thirty-two, Psalms eighteen thirty-seven. It is God who arms me with strength and makes my way perfect. He makes my feet like the feet of a deer and set me on high places. He touched my hands to make war, so that my arms can bend a bow of bronze. Now there's something that he said. The feet of a deer. A deer can jump and move real quick. And when you're fighting with the enemy, you got quickness with the spirit. The spirit is always ahead of the devil. Remember that—that that the spirit of the Lord is always ahead of the devil. Psalms eighteen thirty-two. Me personally, I believe all these uh, verses exactly mean what they're saying. God can anoint you of his power to defend any enemy that may come your way, but only if you are willing to step into it and not be afraid with fear to directly engage with whatever storm cloud is getting ready to come at you because they're going to retaliate. This is war. You shoot back at the enemy, they'll shoot back at you. they ain't going to run. How many times they came to Jesus when Jesus was being tempted? The, the Satan kept coming. Satan kept coming. Satan kept coming. And he'll do you like that. And Jesus just used the word. So we're really doing what Jesus did when he walked the earth, when he confronted the devil. We're just using the word. It's that simple. But you got to believe it. See, Jesus went through this. He went through this in the book of Matthew chapter 4. And how did he get the devil off him? He didn't have to lay one hand on him. He spoke the word. Let's look at the confrontation. Then when Jesus, Matthew 4, 1, then when Jesus was led up in the spirit, he wasn't led up in his mind. He wasn't led up as a pillar. He wasn't led up as a theologian. He was just led up in the spirit into the wilderness to be tempted of the devil. And when he had fasted 40 days and 40 nights, he was he was after a hunger. The devil tried to take advantage of you when you're at your weakest point. And when the tempter came to him, he said, If thou be the Son of God, command that these stones be made bread.
1: What did Jesus do? He quoted the word. That's all he did. It is written, Man
2: shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. So the scriptures I gave you, if you speak it, it can proceed out of your mouth, just as Jesus did it to the devil. You have to believe that. Then the devil taketh him up into a holy city and sitteth him on a pinnacle of the temple and said unto him, If thou cast If thou be the Son of God, cast thyself down, for it is written, he should give his angels charge concerning thee. He misquoted that scripture. It's a different topic, but we want to keep going. So what Jesus said in Matthew 4:7, it is written, thou shalt not tempt the Lord thy God. That's twice the devil tried him. Here's the third time. Again, he's very persistent and he will pound you and pound you in your mind 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 and pound. You, and pound. you don't need Jesus. Go ahead on and do this. Pay that bill. You you don't need no faith. you got to build a faith. Anything to get you to not obey God. Uh, uh Go ahead on and, and go on over that. You ain't got to ask the Lord. He don't care nothing about you. Then the devil taken him up. This is the third time. And so an exceedingly high mountain, and showed him all the kingdoms of the world. Now he's bringing temptations to the, to the Lord. He said, all this I give you, if you bow down and worship me. What did he say in Matthew 14? hence Satan, for it is written, thou shalt worship the Lord thy God, and him only shalt thou serve. Now watch that. After he got hit with that, what he did, then the devil leaveth him. See, the devil don't like the Bible. But it, it took Jesus three times. How many times it may take us to go up against Him? It's based on your faith now. Now, if you don't have no faith, these prayers ain't gonna be nothing to you. They're gonna just you're just wasting time writing scripture now. Remember that. Notice that the verse tells us that you can have God's power and authority to trump over all powers of the enemy not just against some or parts of the power. This means you can have God's anointing and power operating in you and in your life to come out completely victorious and victorious against any storm and cloud that the tempter may come up against you. God will also give you strength and boldness and courage to walk with his anointing. All the above scripture verses are definitely telling you that God can anoint you with his whenever that power is going to be needed to take on the enemy in any kind of nasty storms of persecution or financial problems that you may have. However, there is one more thing that you are going to need before God will release his power through you, and that one more thing is the mental strength, the courage, the boldness, with faith to step out with his power to use it by faith, to directly engage with your enemy. If you are not willing to step out and flow and operate with God's anointing for what you are going to need to do it for, then absolutely nothing is going to happen. If you are not willing to speak out to any demon that may be trying to attack you, then God's power will not come into that situation to blow them out of there. And they will thus say right there where they have continued to attack and torment you because you don't believe that it can be done. Let me give you a testimony of what happened. There was a woman's child. The mother of a girl involved the testimony was always afraid at this point of of the walk, but she found herself with no other alternative but to go into deep gap for her daughter because Satan was trying to get her to commit suicide. And that woman quoted the word, my daughter shall not die but live, and she just quoted that word and quoted that word and quoted that word, and the devil left her daughter. Again, I want you to study these verses carefully as they could make a difference between life and death depending on the seriousness of your situation that you may be faced to deal with. Your strength can't do nothing. It's the power of Christ in you. Your intellect cannot help you. It's the power of Christ. You can't do nothing without Christ. Remember that. And with him, you can do all things through Christ Jesus, which strengthens me. How does he strengthen you? Through the word. Philippians four thirteen. The next one is Psalms chapter 28, verse 7. The Lord is my strength and my shield. The next one is Psalms 138, verse 3. In the day when I cried out, you answered me and made me
1: bold with strength in my soul. The next one is Psalms chapter 68, verse
2: 35. O God, you are more awesome than your holy places. The God of Israel is he who gives strength and power to his people. Psalms 68:35. He gives power to the weak and to those who have no might. He increases strength. Isaiah 40, verse 29. Proverbs chapter three verse twenty six and ward off a lot of demons, for the Lord will be your confidence and will keep your foot from being caught proverbs three twenty six This is a good one to fight off the enemy job seventeen nine yet the righteousness will hold to his way, and he who has clean hands will be stronger and stronger job seventeen nine Hosea 11.10 says, They shall walk after the Lord. He will roar like a lion. When he roars, then his sons shall come trembling from the west. Hosea 11.10 Proverbs chapter 24 verse 10 tells us, If you faint in the day of your adversary, your strength is small. See there? Real small, because the devil is going to weigh you out through that fear. Proverbs 24, verse 10. Notice these last verses are telling you that if you faint in the day of any kind of adversity, then your strength will consider small in the eyes of God. In other words, God is telling you that he does not want you to be a wimp. And he is expecting each and every one of us to learn how to war against any adversity in any situation in your life come our way. Operating under his authority and his power and his anointing, or you'll be able to be a true called soldier of Jesus Christ, and then you'll be one of the selected few, Because many are called, but few are chosen. God also will run protection for you in spiritual warfare, okay? I've seen demons spit at people. They ain't spit at me. I ain't have to worry about it. I know I had an angel. I ain't never had that. I ain't never had to be thrown out no window or none of that. Where you will have to absolutely do nothing, God will run protection for you so that no attack will ever come your way. If you believe this, God will act as a shield and fortress for you. As you will see in the following scripture verses, God will, one, be your hedge, two, your refuge, three, your forfeiture, four, your deliverer, five, your defense. And a lot of you defend yourself by talking back to people and talking to them, and you're you defending yourself. You can't defend yourself because if you do, that's in the flesh. God says "Your he will defend you. Your front and rear God, he will protect. Your strongholds he will cast down through your faith. Your rock, if you believe you have it, your savior and your light. These verses in particular are extremely powerful and mean extremely powerful words because when you speak this, you really make the devil the devil mad. Amen. Now I'm gonna give you some scriptures concerning uh protection and warfare. The next one. So we got we got a lot to write down. This is this is teaching you about the using certain scriptures to pray against. And then we're going to go into the spirit realm to pray for what, however God moves us. In Job 110, it says, have you not made a hedge around him about his household and all that he has on every side? You remember the first thing I said, that God will give you a hedge well, there's a scripture for that? That's in Job 110. You remember I told you he'll be your rock? Well, he will. That's in Second Samuel twenty-two, verse two. The Lord is my rock, my fortress, and my deliverer. The God of my strength; in Him would I trust. My shield and the horn of my salvation. My stronghold and my refuge. My Savior, you save me from violence. My stronghold. See, now you got a principality stronghold. God has a stronghold. God wants that principality's stronghold out, and have Him to be your stronghold. You remember we said He'll be your head, refuge, fortress, deliverer, defense, front and rear guard, stronghold. We just gave that scripture to you about the stronghold, Second Samuel twenty-two verse two. He'll be your rock, Psalm sixty-two verse one. Truly, my soul silently waits for God. Silently waits. And we don't have no patience, and this is what messes us up. We have to wait on God. From his come my salvation. He only is my rock and my salvation. He is my defense. I shall not be great moved. move. Now, as I'm talking, I just heard the Lord tell me, start praying for your military hearing. Come up against the spirits. That's the first time in three years he's told me to do that. See, timing... He's your rock. You remember when I said that he can guard you? Yes, he can. In 2 Thessalonians chapter 3, verse 3, but the Lord is faithful who will establish you and guard you from the evil one. So I don't have no problems dealing with a master Satanist. I ain't got no problem with that. I don't have no problem dealing with somebody in narcomancy, ESP, telepathy, Ouija Boy. I ain't got no problem with none of that. I ain't got to worry about that because it's going to be my defense, and I believe it. The next one is Psalms thirty-four nineteen. Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord will deliver him out of them all. He guards all of his bones. No, not one of them is broken. That is also a prophetic word. He, that's a prophetic word because they did not break
1: Christ's bones when he was at the tree, Golgotha. The next one's in 2 Timothy 4.18. And the Lord
2: will deliver me from every evil work and preserve me from his heavenly kingdom. 2 Timothy 4.18. You remember I said that the Lord is your rock? Well, we got another rock, Psalms 18.2. The Lord is my rock and my fortress. The Lord is my rock and my fortress. And my deliverer, my God my strength in whom I will trust, my shield, and the horn of my salvation. My stronghold. There it goes again about a stronghold. That's God's stronghold. So God has a stronghold and Satan has a stronghold.
1: Remember that. God has a stronghold and Satan has a stronghold. The next is in Psalm chapter 34, verse 19.
2: But the Lord is faithful, who will establish you and guard you from the evil one, 2 Thessalonians 3.3. Psalms 34.19, the next one, 2 Timothy 4.18, Psalms 18.2, and here we go, Psalms 37.39. But the salvation of the righteousness is from the Lord. He is their strength in time of trouble. And the Lord shall help them and deliver them. He shall deliver them from the wicked and save them because they trust in Him. Now, if you don't trust in God, this ain't going to work for you. If you don't have any faith, it won't work. This is why people can
1: read the scriptures over and over. They don't get nothing out of it. they ain't understand it yet. I hope you get it tonight.
2: Psalms, chapter 121, verse 1. I will lift up my eyes to the hills from where cometh my help. My help comes from the Lord, who made heaven and earth... He will not allow you, you your foot to be moved. He will keep you with no slumber. Behold, he who keeps Israel shall neither slumber nor sleep. So this Israeli thing going on, God is going to protect Israel. I don't care what the world says at all. I'm not even worrying about it because I know God's going to handle it. Michael's over there. The Lord is your keeper. The Lord is your shade at his right hand. The sun shall not strike you by day nor the moon by night. The Lord shall preserve you from all evil. He shall preserve your soul. The Lord shall preserve you going out and you coming in from that time forth and forevermore. Psalms 121 verse 1. Deliver me speedily. Be my rock of refuge and fortresses of defense and save me. For you are my rock and my fortress. Therefore. For your name's sake, lead me and guide me. Pull me out of the net which they have scarcely laid for me. You are my strength. Into your hands I commit my spirit. You have redeemed me, O Lord God. God is powerful. We have some other prayers on truth that he will protect you. Psalms chapter 31 of verse 19. Oh, how great is your goodness which you have laid up. For those who fear you, which you have prepared for those who trust in you. In the presence of the Son of Man, you shall hide them in the secret places of your presence from the plot of man. You shall keep them saintly and provisively from the strife of thy tongue. God is good and the word of God is very powerful.
1: Here, another warfare prescription, Psalms
2: 27.1. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom should I fear? The Lord is my strength and my life. In whom shall I be afraid? When the wicked come against me to eat up my flesh, that's demons, enemy and foes, they stumble and fall. Though an army should encamp me, that's a lot of demons. We are many legions. My heart shall not fear through war shall rise against me. In this, I will be confident. Psalms 27.1. That takes faith. The next one is in Psalms 118, verse 6. The Lord is my, is on my side. I will not fear. What can man do to me? The Lord is for me, against those who help me. Therefore, I shall see my desire and those who hate me. It is best to put your trust in the Lord, to put confidence in any man. It is best to put your trust in the Lord, to put confidence in any woman. And surround me in the name of the Lord, and I will destroy them. God doesn't want you to trust nothing but him, and he will protect you. Romans 8.31, if God is for us, who can be against us? Again, Romans 8.31. The other one is also Psalms chapter 46, verse 1 and verse 5. God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble, any trouble. Therefore, we will not fear through the earth be removed and through the mountains be carried into the midst of the sea. God is in the midst of her. She shall not be moved. God shall help her just at the break of dawn. Psalms 46, verse 1, and, and Psalm 46, verse 5. He'll come not on your time, but his time. Psalms 56, verse 3 and 11, for those who are dealing with fear. Psalms chapter 56, verse 3 and 11, get the thing cast out. We have a mass deliverance tomorrow, so get ready. Whenever I'm afraid, I will trust in you. In God, I will praise his word. In God, I have put my trust. I will not fear. What can flesh do to me? In God, I have put my trust. I will not be afraid. What can man do to me? Psalms chapter 56, verse 3, and Psalms chapter 56, verse 11. Man can't do nothing for you. And a lot of people get caught up worrying about what people think about them. I can care less confidence is in christ psalms one oh five thirteen, when they went from one nation to another from one kingdom to another people he permitted no one to do them wrong yes he provokes kings for their sake do not touch my anointed ones and do my prophets no harm i was out of town i had a, this guy was being very belligerent to me and I was standing on the word, and the Lord told me to tell him something. I said, within the next nine, seven days, God's going to deal with you for talking to me like this. In 20 minutes after that, he hit the ground, straight on the floor, eyes rolling back. I ain't all that. I'm just a human being that's humble. See, to get God's attention, you got to teach when you don't want to teach. To get God's attention, you got to pray when you don't want to pray. To get God's attention, you have to suffer for his sake and not murmur and complain. You're going to
1: have to suffer. That's part of the anointing. No suffering, no anointing.
2: Psalms 27.1. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom should I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. And whom should I be afraid? When the wicked come against me to eat up my flesh, my enemies and my foes, they stumble and fall. Though an army should encamp against me. My heart shall not fear. Though war should rise against me in this, I will be in confidence. See, when you have the power of God, you don't walk with God, you have been through trials and tribulations, man, you're you, you, you ready for combat. But if you don't go through the trial, Pastor Wayne would always tell me, go through the trial. He said, brother, me, go through it. Man, I said, Pastor Wayne, it's
1: hard, man. He said, go through it. <laughs> and I went through it. I'm going through a trial right now. It's not even bothering me. My water bust.
2: I have to go outside and turn my water on. Now, I'm not saying this for a pitch. He's trying to get some money. Reverend Dalton, I ain't even going there in your filthy, fleshly mind. I'm trying to explain to people, I'm going through a trial. You see it affecting me? I go out there and turn that water on, turn it off. I've already paid the guy. I got to wait till he get here. I don't know when he's going to get here. He had surgery. The Lord told me to be be still so I can do that because I don't have no wife in here. I don't have no children. I ain't got nobody. I ain't got none of that. So I can go in soldier mode. Fill the fill that water up in the tub of water. I go to the gym and exercise. When I get off air, I'm going. I, I exercise every night at 12 o'clock. After I get through exercising, I take a shower and come home and get into their friends. Wake up seven in the morning. Get ready and do the ministry. Get off at 11. Go to exercise. The next one warfare scriptures we have is psalms 118 verse 6 the lord is my on my side i will not fear the lord is on my side i will not fear so fear brings torment do you know what the word fear mean f-e-a-r fear false evidence appearing real fear f false, E, evidence, A, appearing, R, real. It's false, but it's appearing real to you. Psalms 118 verse 6 can take care of that. Romans 8:31. if God is for us, who can be against us? Psalms 46 verse 1 and Psalms 46 verse 5, God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. Therefore, we will not fear do the earth be removed and do the mountains be carried into the midst of the sea. God is in the midst of her.
1: She shall not be moved. God shall help her just at the break of dawn. Now, we have Psalms 125,
2: verse 1. Psalms one hundred and twenty five verse one those who trust in the Lord are like mountain Zion, which cannot be moved. See if you trust him, you can't be moved, but abide forever as the mountains surround Jerusalem, so the Lord surround his people from this time forth and forever. So God is with Israel. So all this commotion I'm seeing the Lord told me don't pay no attention to that <laughs> I'm not worried about it because I know God going to take care of Israel I ain't worried about that at all you see this Israeli flag that's been back there on this wall for 14 and a half years let it be known that live deliverance in that radio supports Israel and everything it does everything military decisions I'm for Israel if Israel's wrong I'm still for Israel that God deal with them. I never say nothing about God's chosen people. I never do it, and I've always been blessed by that. Now, the Lord has sent me to tell some of you people, there's a couple of people that's listening to me, you're going to church on Sundays, and he's saying he's not pleased at that. You ain't going to get healed on no Sunday. Cut the Sunday out. A lot of you are Sunday worshipers. Cut it out. Well, I ain't got no church to go to. Come listen to me here and sit down and learn the Sabbath. And watch the power of God move on that day for you. See, we we got this thing wrong. The great nothings that really messed up the church, the pillars. God will go before you to fight your battles. Remember that. Sometimes God will simply run a protective shield around you where nothing can get through to attack you. Other times, sometimes will start to slip And come directly against you And then God will move ahead of you And take it out This is where God will literally Take your enemy's head On and do battle with it I've seen the power of God do that with me Sometimes God will fight The actual battle through you Other times He will simply tell you To hold your ground And position And do exactly nothing Now that has happened to me In the middle of the sermon he said, I'll be right back, I say, and I just said, okay, I ain't say one word. He came back, I smoked, I, I started speaking. And then he will move himself to completely take out the attack coming against you. This is where God shows you how powerful and how awesome he really is when he moves into battle to personally protect you. Again, the next set of verses are extremely powerful as all of the other ones that we gave. Notice the very intense language God is using when these verses are described, him moving into actual battle for you. And here are the verses. These first two verses are powerful verses. These first two verses are persistently telling us that God can be a man of war if he needs to be and that he can stir up to go battle for you if he has to. Exodus 15, 3. Exodus 15, 6. The Lord is a man of war. The Lord is his name. Your right hand, O Lord, has become glorious in power. Your right hand, O Lord, has dashed the enemy in pieces. And in the greatness. And in the greatness of your excellency, you have overthrown those who rose against you. You sent forth your wrath, which consumed them like stubble. Exodus chapter fifteen,
1: verse three, and Exodus chapter fifteen, verse six. Isaiah forty two thirteen. The Lord shall go forth like a mighty man. He
2: shall stir up his zeal like a man of war. He shall cry out. Yes, shout out loud. He shall prevail against his enemies. Isaiah 42, verse 13. The next one is Isaiah 45, verse 2. I will go before you and make the crooked path straight. I will break in pieces the gate of bronze and Cut the bars of iron, Isaiah 42, verse 2. In Isaiah chapter 52, verse 12, the Lord says, For you shall not go out with haste, nor go by by, uh, fright. For the Lord will go before you, and the God of Israel be your real God, the God of Israel. (laughs) I'm not worrying about Israel. God got it.
1: Isaiah, chapter 52, verse 12. Scripture, Deuteronomy 9, 3.
2: Therefore, understand today that the Lord your God is he who goes before you as a consuming fire. He will destroy them and bring them down before you. So you shall drive them out and destroy them quickly. As the Lord has said to you, Deuteronomy 9, 3. Exodus 14, 14. The Lord will fight for you. And you shall hold your peace. Warfare. Second Chronicles 32 7. Be strong in courage. Do not be afraid, nor dismayed before the kings of Assyria, nor before all the multitude that is with him, for there are more with us than with him. With him is the arm of the flesh. See that ain't gonna work. But with us God the Father, God the Son, and, and the Lord Jesus he is the Lord our God to help us and to fight our battles. But with us, the Godhead, Genesis one twenty six and God said that, us, that's Jesus. Isaiah 49.25, for I content with him who contends with you. God will do that. 2 Thessalonians one six. Since it is a righteous thing with God to repay with tribulation those who trouble you. So you ain't got to worry about that. You ain't got to fight and defend yourself. In 2 Thessalonians 1.6, since it is a righteous thing with God to repay with tribulations those who trouble you. Deuteronomy 33.27, the eternal God is your refuge and underneath are the everlasting arms. He will thrust out the enemy before you and will say, destroy. Deuteronomy 33, 27. Warfare passed for scriptural confrontation. Proverbs 20, verse 22. Do not say, I will recompense evil. Wait for the Lord and he will save you. Genesis 12, 3. This is the blessing of Israel. Don't curse him. I will bless those who bless you, and I will curse him who cursed you. God will do that. Psalms 129, verse 2. Many a times they have afflicted me from my youth, yet they have not prevailed against me. The Lord is righteous. He has cut in pieces the core of the wicked. Psalms 129, verse 2. E.W. E.W. July 7th ballroom, hell number 1129, you better change, because you, where you think you're going, you ain't going, you're high-minded, you're proud, you want people to look up to you, you have no knowing. you're just an educated enemy, a fool,
1: humble yourself, E W. E W. Psalms 1847, it is God who avenges me and subdues the people
2: under me. He delivers me from my enemies. You also lift me up above those who rise against me. You have delivered me from the violent man. Psalms 1847. Be my cause, O Lord, with those who strive with me. Fight against those who fight against me. Take hold of the shield and buckler and stand up for my help. Also, Draw out the spirit and stop those who pursue me. Say to my soul, I am your salvation, not your spirit, your soul. That's your emotion. Say to that so it calm you down. Psalm 35, 1. When my enemies turn back, they shall fall and perish at your presence. For you have maintained my right and my cause. You sit on the throne of judgment and righteousness. Psalms chapter 9, verse 3. We don't have no problem saying we got a lot of power through the Bible. But you got to know the word. Jeremiah 1, 8. Be, do not be afraid of the faces, for I am with you to deliver you, says the Lord. All in the Bible. Psalms chapter 7, verse 11. The reason why you don't study, you don't search it like hidden gold. God is a just God, Uh, God is a just judge, and God is angry with the wicked every day. If he does not turn back, he will sharpen his sword. He bends his bow and make it ready. He also prepares for himself instruments of death. He makes
1: his arrow into a fiery shaft. Psalms 7 verse 11. 1 Samuel 2.9. He will guard the feet of his saints, but the wicked
2: shall be slain in the darkness. For by strength no man shall prevail. The adversaries of the Lord shall be broken in pieces. From heaven he will thunder against them. He ain't got to move. The Lord will judge the end of the earth. He will give strength to his kings and exalt the horn of his anointed. 1 Samuel 2, verse 9. And we're about to get ready to stop here, our last one. We'll pick this back up uh, tomorrow, and as we do deliverance, we'll teach it, and we're going to be doing this all on our Saturday. We're going to be doing the whole thing. We're going to be doing the whole thing. We're going to, Saturday, we're going to get to the arm of God, and we're going to really do some prayers going in the spirit realm. I. Hope that this has blessed you. These are scriptures that will help you. Now, uh, for, if you just want to just go ahead and uh, read these scriptures uh, before me, I don't mind giving them to you, but you'll have it uh, a couple of them more in advance than others for for tomorrow, but I can give them to you because I'm going to recapitulate it anyway. Uh, Isaiah fifty nine nineteen. write that down. Psalms chapter 20, verse 6, write that down. Psalms 138, verse 7, write that down. Uh, Isaiah 43, 2, write that down. And uh, Psalms 44, verse 3, write that down. Habakkuk 3, 2.
1: Habakkuk 3, 2. Psalms 34, 17. And Deuteronomy three, 21.
2: We're going to stop there. We're going to come back tomorrow with mass deliverance and also give scriptures concerning warfare. We're still going to intercede and pray, but we have to teach you before we pray. So now you know how to pray and use certain scriptures. Amen. Father, we pray for Israel. We pray for the peace of Israel in the name of Jesus. There are some people out there here that have a lot of fear. I'm getting word of knowledge. Some of you. Uh, in a lot of fear, and there are people that uses their natural intellectualism more than their faith. You can't do that. In the name of Jesus, ask the Lord to deliver you from the spirit of fear. God, 2 Timothy 1, 7, God did not give us the spirit of fear, but a power of a profound mind. Some of you, as a lot of you out here, are worrying. That's a lack of faith. You're under stress, tremendous stress. Jesus, said, peace I shall give thee. Lord, I come in the name of Jesus to those who are under stress. I ask that you give them peace in their soul. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, I pray for marriages that's in trouble. Lord, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, I pray for women who've been raped. Heal them, Lord. Lord, this veteran who has committed the spirit of murder has been hearing voices. Lord, I pray in the name of Jesus for that man and the loved ones and the people that he killed.
1: Father, we pray for Ukraine. We come up against the demonic spirit of Putin.
2: Lord, protect this country. A house that's divided cannot stand. We come up against politics and politicism in our government. You got even born-again Christians believing a lie. A spirit-filled born-again Christian is an election denial. Now, that is really something else.
1: They said that they are Christians. That's impossible. And you denying the election... The most meanest election in U.S. history.
2: Gerrymandering is going along. They're trying to slice up the district. These are principalities that we will be discussing tomorrow. I pray that you have been blessed by this. These are scriptures. We still got more tomorrow. You got something to go study now. I don't like to throw it off a lot because Saturday is my day to do what I got to do. that's when I really like to, really enjoy teaching on the Sabbath. But I had other obligations today, and I got up early this morning, and I'm kind of tired. And so I want to just get a little rest and just rest myself and just sit down and just listen to the Derek Prince and thank the Lord for this day. Amen. If this has been a blessing to you, I want to thank every last one of people, those brothers and sisters who gave to this ministry this week. God bless all of you. You're very precious, not because you give, but because you walk in faith to give. And God sees that. God honors your faith. It takes faith to time. And I thank the Lord. I really thank the Lord
1: for those who have sown seeds to this ministry. And I want to give a shout out And I can't give the shout out until I get this number. And let me open up this file so I can thank people. Brother Sammy Osley for sowing the seed. Thank you, brother Sammy. You have been
2: a wonderful blessing to the body of Christ. I wanna thank those people.
1: Uh, also I want to thank Chris, Brother Chris Paul. Thank you so much.
2: I want to also thank Brother T. Thank you, Brother Tommy. Thank you. These people have been a blessing uh, to this ministry. Uh, there's another brother that I want to thank him.
1: I'm trying to find his name. God bless him. Brother Anthony Mitchell, thank you so much. Thank you
2: so much. Uh, God bless you. Sister Sheila Newborn, I want to thank the Lord for you. Thank you for helping me out on Facebook. We need to pray for the peace of Israel. We need to pray that this country can come together and people can get along here. And all this divided politics there's a spirit trying to overthrow the democratic process in America. That's an antichrist spirit. That thing running through Donald Trump and through those who follow him with this mechanism, this is not God. These are Christians posing as Christians, but operating, no different than Hitler. I bind the demons of narcissism in Trump, the demon of pride, I bind them in him. Father, bring
1: justice upon this heathen. Bring justice. Save those
2: people in the name of Jesus who are in under the tunnels in Gaza. Bring humanitarian aid to the Gazan people. Lord, only you can work this out. Can't no politician work this out. Only you. And we commit that to you in Jesus' name we pray. We pray for Jamaica. We pray for his independence. We pray that they get sovereignty and all monies that's due
1: to them by Great Britain. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Please store a livedeliverance at
2: www.livedeliverance.com. We appreciate, and those who I didn't name, search and write them all down, and I will definitely give thanks to those who have given. It takes faith to run a radio station, and I believe in one thing. Teach the Word of God. You don't have to settle the Word of God because P- Peter says, Money I have not, but Jesus I got money I don't have but I got Jesus and then that's how he meets my needs here and I thank the Lord for every last one of you who steps out in faith to give that takes faith in these times God bless every last one of you God bless you shalom learn how to take these scriptures and use them for yourself for spiritual warfare and we're going to start this thing
1: back up tomorrow Good night, and have a wonderful day. All right, we're about to get ready to turn
2: on our live deliverance internet radio again and go back into the blog talk for some questions and answers. Come join us at Air Code 646-378-1857. We're going back to Frank Hammond, author of Pigs in the Overcome Rejection, at livedeliverance.com, we're on 24 hours a day. We have preached over 167,000 people on blog talk. At live deliverance internet radio, we have ministered over 738,000 people
1: in the past 14 years. God bless and shalom.
2: We get get ready to come into the room right now, but. We're going to take a station break. I need to relieve myself at the latrine. So let me give a praise and worship song, and then we're going to be coming. Amen. We're going to come for questions and answers here at Live Deliverance in that Radio Ministries. God bless. Intermission. I'll be back.
0: Not every day we wake. Lord, we try to keep We you everything that we do, Jesus. Alicia, help me sing to song.
2: Lee on Mondays in our blog talk segment. want to thank Sister Sheila for assisting me with the downloads. Thank you for Sister Ruthie in Israel who's coming to the States because of what's going on there. Pastor Earl White in Jamaica, thank the Lord for him bringing the word here. Thank Dear Prince Ministries for giving me the opportunity to have copyrights and to stream his broadcast on our radio station. All right, Chapman Durden, you got the mic.
3: Well, got one little, little short thing to say. I really enjoyed the night because this is what I needed. Cause you know, uh, we always get bombarded by these so-called
4: hmm.
2: Not me. You get bombarded. Not women. Yeah, Hold yeah. up. You said we, <laughs> you get bombarded. No, not we. Don't put me in
3: there. <laughs> Sorry about that. But anyway, that was an answer. The teaching that was an answer to my prayer. I said, Lord, I need some. I need. I, I just need your word. You know what to say in in King things like that. And, and well, what's uh, more important that, is
2: that you need it. What's more important is you need it for yourself, not for the pastors. Yeah. Because when you can use this for yourself, I'm
3: talking about me. It's, it's, so
2: yeah,
3: I'm talking about
2: for pastors or with anybody. When you use these scriptures and you say them seven times a day. I guarantee Mm -hmm. you. I vow. I know it will work. Say them seven times. The devil don't like these scriptures. They have been proven.
4: Uh, And the reason how I
2: got these scriptures is through years of experiences dealing with demons.
4: And (laughs) I recorded
2: every scripture that God gave me in spiritual warfare.
3: Guess what? I got. I'm I'm concluding this. Um, I have ninety-seven scriptures that I was able to keep up with tonight. I got ninety-seven. And tomorrow morning when I get up, I'm going to type those scriptures. I'm not just going to because I got no scratch paper, you know, the pencil. But tomorrow morning when I get up, I'm going to I'm going to do it with ink and highlight all lines. Well, nine you, of them.
2: you got Dr. Leroy Thornton want to call you after this is over. With the lines is running. We got to get ready and go because we got some calls. Dr. Thornton wants to talk to you, Chap. Durden. God bless everybody. We got a telephone call that wants to speak to Chap. John Durden. Hope that you've been blessed. Shalom. Don't forget to sow a seed at www.livedeliverance.com. Lower left-hand side of the icon, you can sow a seed. God bless and shalom.
3: Amen.